Hey, peeps, please help us grow the family. Give us a comment and review on the Apple or Google Play Store. It's super quick and easy. Just scroll down, click the little stars, comment, and just help us grow the family. All right, so now that that's out of the way, let's get into this. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation. And this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine, is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media, the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie, 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 and then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever is necessary. The Clintons are criminals, remember that. This is well documented, and the establishment that protects them has engaged 
in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family, instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks. Who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much, and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement and we will take back this country for you and we will make America great again. All right, got everything all set up. What is going on, friends and fam? How is everybody doing this Sunday? Hopefully everybody's uh, enjoying uh, enjoying time with uh, family and friends and uh, appreciate, you know, tuning in and hanging out with us. We've got... Uh, Kind of an easy show today. We're just going to cover a few um, different articles, uh, thoughts on a couple different things, take your questions, just kind of hang out, try to keep it to like an hour or so. Um, love you all. God bless you all. Appreciate everybody out in the chat, um, everybody over here on on uh, Foxhole. So if you're one of the, the few people that still get notifications um, on YouTube, hey there. <laughs> nice to see you. Of course, um, everybody on, uh, see, I guess, what do we have? Uh, DLive and... Of course, there's uh, what, LinkedIn and Periscope and um, all those other ones, right? So, of course, Pilled.net and the Fox Orm, my two favorite um, of choice. So it's great to see the fam over there. Looks like we've got about uh, 650 of the fam hanging out with us over here on Foxhole. So great to see everybody. What is up, Just V? It says, when you buy crypto through Monarch, is it bought at the price then? It doesn't show in my bank several days later. Yeah, as soon as you buy it. It locks it in at that price. So if you bought it and it was $1, it's locked in at $1, even if it takes a few days to get to you. And then I noticed over here, Frank was asking about silver. So this is just going to be kind of a, a little, uh, just a little hangout session. I'll just try to answer some questions and go over some uh, videos and, uh, you know, topics and articles and all that kind of stuff. Things that I, that I saw that I think are important, especially what's going on in this upside down clown world that we're living in right now. So Frank's asking what I think is going on with silver. Well, let's take a quick look over here. Silver, you know, we have Josh on, the uh, founder of Scottsdale Mint, every, uh, I think the first Wednesday of every month. So it's always great to get his perspective and insight because he really has his finger, you know, on the pulse of the industry. I've been talking about silver publicly at least since 2009 or 2010 when it was like three, 
three bucks, seven bucks, something like that. Um, so it's something near and dear to my heart for sure. You can see now that it's down to 25 bucks. So I think we tested right around $30 uh, within the, I don't know, a few weeks ago, something like that. I can't recall exactly when, but it got up close to around 30. Then what you saw was according to Josh, JP Morgan kind of did some shenanigans or whatnot, downgraded it, put some downward pressure on it. I guess they're one of the largest holders of silver. So they're able to kind of manipulate the markets until one day when they're not. Um, I'm not sure when that day will be, but what we do know is like I've explained this several times throughout the past decade with these metals that are constantly being uh, manipulated. It's kind of like a beach ball that you just keep pulling under the water and pulling under the water and pulling under the water until you get to a point where you can't hold on to it anymore. And then you let go and it just freaking goes very high up in the sky. I think we're going to see that with a lot of assets, a lot of things that are manipulated. And I think silver is one of those too. Time frame, do I think it's going to happen this week? No. Um, should it have happened this week? You definitely should have seen the opposite of what's happening right now. When you had, what is his name? Um, Jay Powell, is that what it is? I think it is the Fed chairman. He was talking about essentially there's not going to be inflation well, there might be too high of inflation. There could be inflation. So he starts in his uh, meeting, he starts kind of backpedaling and then he ends up saying, okay, it looks like there's going to be inflation. So you would think him announcing that on its own would start sending asset prices up because when you have things like Congress and Senate passing a $1.9 trillion relief bill for who? <laughs> They're deep state buddies, of course. Uh, that's $2 trillion new dollars coming into the market. And if you look at our debt clock, you know, it says somewhere around 28 trillion, but really the unfunded liabilities are 80 something trillion dollars. This is unsustainable. I mean, fam, I can't tell you enough. This is unsustainable. This, this, this can't stay like this. Something is going to happen. I'm just letting you know right now. The last thing you want to do is have fiat money sitting in your bank account. This is not financial advice. This is just common sense. <laughs> they are printing money into extinction. It's, it's going to have an adverse effect. The only reason why we haven't seen some adverse effect, like super noticeable, I mean, we've seen the gas prices going up because of Biden's stupid policies, but you're going to see prices of everything go up. It could go up astronomically, just like milk, bread. This, is, this isn't something new. This has happened throughout history through all different countries through all different currencies when they start playing games like this when they start you know clipping coins or printing more money it's just a matter of time before before the game you know it, it has to reset and what does that mean i don't know but it's usually never good for the people it's never good for the the people that aren't holding assets so just remember that so regardless of where silver is at today we know that it's always been worth something so enough of my ramble let me uh, check the chat hopefully that helped you frank uh, Frank says, um, I'm buying some Scottsdale coins for my daughter next Tuesday for her collection. They are beautiful. Can't wait to see them in person. Thanks for showing me. Yeah, I would. All I do is just, um, you know, show the fam, you know, what what I what I do. People that I trust, people that I use. He's a, a fellow Christian patriot. He's never missed a single shipment ever. Um, I know there was lots of times in the past, like with crypto exchanges and other other metal exchanges where the price drops and then they stop all orders. Josh fulfilled every single one of his orders. So I've been dealing with him for 10, 13 years, something like that. He's a stand-up guy. Um, Chris Ski, what is going on? Non-coincidence, synchronicities. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you for your service, and thank you for all the emails and everything that you send me. 
Curtis Cross, what is going on? How you doing? Joyful Diamonds, great to see you. Let's see, Joy Awaiting, God bless you back. Movie, uh, movies, Series Zone, man, it's been a long time. Good to see you. Joshua Davis, love you, brother. Always great to see you. The Voice of Freezing, <laughs> finally live show. Yeah, it's great to great to see you here. I mean, I'm surprised that anybody is getting notifications on YouTube because they just keep taking on our videos. So they've trimmed, you know, over half the fam just from our, our subscriber list. So it's crazy. But that's why I keep saying, you know, Foxhole, uh, Pill.net. You know, that's, that's the future where everybody has, you know, the ability to speak freely. And I'm sure the, the show that we're going to cover today <laughs> is going to go against the uh, the terms and conditions. All right. I'm pretty sure that's going to do that. Brian Murphy, what is going on? Yeah. Uh, let me double check over here on Fox. So really quick. Sword of Michael, Lee Worth. What is going on, Lee? Fred 44, Skeet Burke. Always great to see the fam. Freedom Fighter. Uh, will Monarch Wallet be open to Canadian banks? So Monarch Wallet is a decentralized wallet. It's pretty much open to the whole world. Um, you know, with that said, there's, you know, certain uh, like North Korea's and Iran's and things like that that get blocked. But for the most part, yeah, it's a decentralized wallet where um, you are the monarch of your of your funds. And I believe that uh, if you're asking about banking services, yes, eventually we'll support Canadian uh, banking services for things like that. I believe we already do through the uh, credit card side of things, as well as through Apple Pay on um, the iPhone. So. Let's see, sort of Michael says, so all of us can invest in Foxhole and build a cryptocurrency that we have a shot at getting in on the ground for. And there's no crypto uh, attached to Foxhole. It's just some amazing developers that have created something that's incredible for the entire world to use. So um, I don't think we need to get into uh, blockchain and crypto with it so much because um, that could create security problems and things like that that they really don't want. Instead, they just create something of value that everybody can use which is pretty cool just v kitty woo what is going on sharia 22 love you back cape cod massachusetts patriot country back in the day yep fox wallet tell me more <laughs> love it all right let me double check i don't really have any notes today we're just gonna just chill out and just um hang with the fam cover a couple articles a couple videos let you know some of the crazy shenanigans that are going on in the world um for anybody that wants the Monarch Wallet, it's free. Feel free to go to the Apple Store or Google Store and download it. Play around with it. We're going to have a new update on the iPhone side of things probably within the next week, which has some really cool new features. We also have some incredible news coming for Monarch itself within the next month that is just going to blow people's minds for, for good and possibly for bad. But um, it's, it's all good. It's all good. But what we're going to be, uh, I guess, announcing is it's going to be pretty cool. So... Um, for anybody that wants to play the new video game, Bull Run, check it out. It's free. It's over on the Android store. We just uploaded it to the Apple store, I believe, on Friday. So we're waiting for the approval there, testing it, and then it should be live. I'm hoping this week for everybody on Apple. So it's just a game you can take your mind off things. Just play it. The longer you, you last in it, the more credits you accrue. You can then convert the credits to cryptocurrency and get into crypto without having to buy crypto. Pretty cool. Uh, for anybody that wants the Bitcoin and blockchain booklet, I get this all the time. Lots of the fam are trying to understand how cryptocurrency works, how blockchain works. That's a very simple introduction to crypto and blockchain. All you do is you just click the little enter button here, click that you want the book. It's actually now converted to an ebook, so you don't have to wait for it in the mail. It's free for the entire world. 
feel free just to uh, go through the little couple step process, download the ebook, and you can start reading it and sharing it with your family and friends in seconds. Uh, for I know there's a lot of the fam that loves to talk about crypto, but congratulations again for people that are holding Bitcoin. It tested the 50,000 mark again. Looks like it just dropped by about 55 bucks, but it hit the 50K mark again. So that is exciting for a lot of the fam. And for people that are out there saying, hey, look, I can't afford $50,000 for a Bitcoin. Just remember, there's 100 million Satoshis in every Bitcoin. So that means there's Satoshis for everyone. Uh, it's kind of like pennies in a dollar. There's 100 million Satoshis that equal one Bitcoin. That's why in the industry they call it stacking sats. So sats, short for Satoshis, stacking sats. There's 100 million Satoshis for every one Bitcoin. You can get in with as little as a penny, a nickel, 10 cents, a dollar, five bucks, whatever. You know, don't ever, ever put anything into crypto that you're not willing to lose, though, because it could all go to zero, just like anything else for the most part. All right, let me double check the chat really quick. Make sure I'm not missing anything. Uh, let's see here. So Joyful Diamond says, um, can we buy Flare and XRP? We disabled XRP from the wallet for buying and selling because they're going through some SEC issues. So once that's cleared up, um, we'll then add it again. All right. Uh, let's see. Krisky says, so my son said they did pass that new stimulus bill. Yes, they did. We're actually going to cover that. So you can see that right here. State Democrats pass 1.9 trillion Rona relief plan. Problem is, it's not a Rona relief plan. It is filled with pork for all of the, all of their buddies. All right, for all these failed states, big corporate interests, just loaded with pork at the taxpayers' expense. All while saying, it's for the taxpayers. It's for our safety. It's for the good of the people. I think we know better. So let me double check the chat once, one last time. And then we'll jump into this. I love Tron. Yeah, so Tron is Justin's son. And unless you're talking about Tron on uh, on Foxhole. I'm not sure if you're talking about Tron, the cryptocurrency, then TRX. Yeah, that is Justin's son. He's um, out of China, now San Francisco. So it works. It always has. Uh, Lee Worth, much love to at Methods. Of course, Methods is incredible. Love me some methods and all the work that he and the devs have been doing behind the scenes with uh, Foxhole and Pill.net. Pill.net is going to have a really cool update coming out really soon. So I know the devs have been working around the clock with a bunch of uh, new updates. It's going to look um, very different from this very, very soon. <laughs> so uh, very exciting stuff. Okay. Looks like we're good here. Let me uh, jump into, let's talk about the first article. So we're going to start off talking a little bit about the jabs to the arm that uh, Biden wants in every American. Then we'll talk about some of the, uh, the side effects that have been uh, proven. Then we're going to talk about, I guess, um, the real numbers that the press is refusing to cover. We'll talk a little bit about the um, stimulus, if that's what you want to call it. I just call it the... Uh, uh, the theft of America bill. Then uh, then what else do we got? I think, oh yeah, then we're going to talk about our, our broken selection system instead of our election system. And I'll try to pop back and forth um, in the chat and make sure that um, I answer any of your questions as well. The ones that I see, very sorry for the ones I miss. I'm not ignoring you. It's just, I've got, you know, all these different open platforms and all the chat goes to different platforms and they're not in one spot. So it, it makes it difficult to keep up with everything. Sorry. 
All right, let's jump in. So this comes from the National Pulse. I mentioned them on Friday. You know, they've come a long way. They've been around for a year or two. But, um, yeah, they've maybe even longer, I'm not sure. But they've really, they've really upped their game in the past year or so. So this here says, on day 41, Biden claimed credit for the uh, vaccines while calling Trump's achievements a mess. So I'm not going to read the entire article. I'm just going to cherry pick some of the stuff. You can read the whole article. It's a good one. It says, uh, Biden announced Tuesday he expects the United States to obtain enough vaccines for all Americans by the end of 2021, May of 2021. Just right around the corner, right? But this announcement refers to the procurement of vaccines, not the timeline for actually vaccinating every American. Oh, a little caveat there. Um, in the announcement, Biden also emphasized that he wants to move teachers and school staff forward in line for vaccines. Today, he says, I'm using the full authority of the federal government, Biden said. My challenge to all states, territories, and D.C. is this. We want every educator, school staff member, child care worker to receive at least one shot by the end of the month of March. Wow. That is uh, this month. Uh, when asked, he expects th- or when asked when he expects things to go back to normal, Biden replied, "This ought to tell you everything you need to know." I've been cautioned not to give an answer to that because we don't know for sure. Imagine that. But my hope is by this time next year, next year, uh, we're going to be back to normal. And before that, my hope. But again, it depends upon if people continue, continue to be smart and understand that we can still have significant losses. There's a lot we have to do yet. That's crazy. So even with all these masks, even with all these vaccines, and then we'll get into the numbers here and we'll show you exactly what we're looking at. It's still going to be another year. I mean, are they just really trying to get everybody on government cheese here? They're trying to get everybody dependent on these welfare checks that are supposed to be coming weekly or monthly to this, to the, to the poorest, poorest people and, people that um, I guess now the middle class are going to be squeezed out of their jobs because small businesses are going to have to shut down because they're not going to be allowed to function like normal, except in, I think, 16 states. I think there's about 16 states out of 50 that have, um, I think, opened up primarily or mostly. So the small businesses are able to survive there. Uh, But we can see in these blue states that have some of the biggest populations, New York, California, things like that. It's all bad. It's all bad for small business. Yet the billionaires and trillionaires are making record profits. Right? Imagine that. Now, this is what uh, they're wanting in everybody's arm. Okay. Now, mind you, this is you know through all this emergency acts, none of this stuff has been tested properly. And I'll just—I think I might actually take the time. This is about a five-minute read, but it's got so much important data in it. I feel like I'd be doing a disservice if I just cherry pick. So, bear with me. Pull up your coffee grab your stove or your cigar. And um, yeah, I'm just going to, I'm going to read you a bedtime story. All right. Because there's so much important information in this plus the chart that gives you the actual data. Then I'm actually going to show you even more data after this that explains how anybody with just an ounce of common sense knows that we're being, we're being lied to. And uh, this is not for safety. This is totally about submission. Okay. So it says adverse incident reports show 966 deaths following vaccination for the Rona. According to adverse incident reports collected by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, and the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, 966 individuals have died after having received an mRNA vaccine for the Rona between December 14th 
and February 19th. All right, so check that out. Between December 14th and February 19th, there's been 19,769 reports that were made to the Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System. They call that, I think it's VAERS, right? VAERS, whatever. Following immunizations with either the Moderna or Pfizer, BioNTech mRNA vaccines, the only two vaccines given during that time uh, period assessed. At this time, VAERS data is not available after February 19th. So imagine that. So just in that like three-month period there, you've got almost 1,000 people, God rest their souls, that are dead. They stopped reporting February 19th. So the 966 deaths represent 5% of the total number of adverse events reports. Of those who died, 86 uh, so 8.9% died on the same day that they got the shot. An additional 129, or 13.4%, died within An additional 97 died within two days, and 61 within three days. A total of 514, or 53.2%, died within a week. 173 died within 7 to 13 days. 106 within 14 to 20 days. 85% of deaths occurred in individuals over 60. Below 60, there were five deaths among those aged 20 to 29, eight aged between 30 to 39, 20 aged between 40 to 49, and 57 aged between 50 and 59. So then they've got the detailed information. I will show you the chart here shortly. It's this guy right here. But let me finish the uh, the article here because there's a lot of important information in here. A lot of stuff that people don't, they don't fully understand. Um, so comparison with influenza vaccines. Okay, so neither of the mRNA vaccines are FDA approved. Rather, they have emergency use approval, EUA. They represent a departure from traditional vaccines in that they do not use any part of the suspected pathogen to stimulate the immune system, but rather nucleoside messenger RNA. All right, so nucleoside messenger RNA. Dr. Christian Peroni, head of the infectious disease at um, Hopital de Garchis in France. Sorry, I'm not French, so I, I know I butchered that. Sorry for my French fam. Uh, stated in a complaint filed in Europe, the first vaccines they offered us are not vaccines. What? I thought everybody needs to get a vaccine. Well, wait a minute. The first vaccines they are offering us are not vaccines. They are gene therapy products. They inject nucleic acids, acids that will cause our own cells to produce elements of the virus. The death rate following the Rona mRNA vaccine is much higher than the following influenza vaccination. The CDC's data allows only a ballpark estimate of the rate of deaths following flu vaccination. In the 2019 to 2020 influenza season, the CDC uh, reports that 51.8% of the US population received a vaccine, which is approximately 170 million people. VAERS reports that in the calendar year 2019, not the 2019-2020 influenza se season, there were 45 deaths following vaccination. To provide context, in 2018, VAERS reports 46 deaths, and in 2017 reports 20 deaths. So remember, remember fam, this was in like a three month period almost a thousand people dead. This here is in a one year period, 46 people dead, all right? One's too many, all right? One's too many. And don't even get me going on, this is just like what they're looking at short-term. We have no idea what the long-term effects of a lot of these vaccines are. You have people like uh, Dr. Uh, Rashid Batara that goes into a lot of, uh, goes into a lot of this as well as um, 
Oh, geez. Well, the, the guy from uh, MIT. Uh, what's his name? I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now. But anyways, he ran for Senate. Um, why can't I remember his name? I'm having a, a brain fart. Uh, anyways, you know what I'm talking about. He ran for Senate. He got, his, uh, he got his election stolen from him as well. Anyways, they go into some of the long-term, um, I guess, adverse health reactions that are suspected to happen because of these uh, these vaccinations. They cause inflammation, things like that. And so it, they say it can be attributed to things like everything from autism to, um, you know, all these different types of diseases that people have, including things like, um, oh, I don't know, anything with heavy metals. So, you know, when you've got Alzheimer's, uh, multiple sclerosis, things like that, they say that these uh, vaccines could be uh, attributed to things like that. So anyways, this is just talking about deaths in general, okay? So as of February 19th, um, it says 41,977-401 COVID vaccines have been given with 966 deaths reported uh, following the vaccination, which is approximately a rate of 0.0023%. The VAERS system uh, was put in place in 1990 to capture unforeseen reactions from vaccines. VAERS is criticized both for the fact that anybody can submit a report and for the fact that it catches only a fraction of the adverse incidents. The VAERS website describes the system in this way. Established in 1990, the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, and all these keywords I can't believe we're, we're still streaming on YouTube. I'm surprised it's, <laughs> I'm surprised it's still streaming. <laughs> Anyways, uh, VAERS is co-managed by the, uh, the CDC um, and the U.S. Uh, Food and Drug Administration. VAERS accepts and analyzes reports of adverse events, possible side effects, after a person has received a vaccination. Anyone can report an adverse event to VAERS. Healthcare professionals are required to report certain adverse events and vaccine manufacturers are required to report all adverse events that come to their attention. One of the problems with this though, this too is we don't know the long-term side effects of this and all these diseases people think they're getting from something else. We've, we've been told could be coming from vaccines. So this even this type of reporting system would be riddled with errors because if people were, um, I guess, attributing like, um, you know, different types of diseases and things like that to other, to other things versus vaccines, it wouldn't be on these reports as well, as we've been told, right? So VAERS is a passive reporting system, meaning it relies on individuals to send in reports of their experiences to the CDC and the FDA. VAERS is not designed to determine if a vaccine caused a health problem, but is especially useful for detecting unusual or unexpected patterns of adverse event reporting that might indicate a possible safety problem with the vaccine. This way, VAERS can provide CDC and FDA with valuable information that additional work and evaluation is necessary to further assess a possible safety concern. Without a medical diagnosis, or autopsy, the report of an adverse incident following a vaccination is not proof that the vaccination caused any particular symptoms. In reply to the Epoch Times about the various death report, Stephen Danahy, uh, director of the Global Media Relations for Pfizer, wrote, to date, millions of people have been vaccinated with their vaccine. Serious adverse events, including deaths that are unrelated to the vaccine, are unfortunately liked, likely to occur at a similar rate as they would in the general population. Moderna has not responded to requests for comment. The VAERS database is, a dense, is dense with information and can be difficult for some users to follow. The Epoch Times has extracted its data as clearly as possible in charts provided in the link below. At the link below 
are charts containing on the tab all deaths readable descriptions of what happened to the patient's effects uh, they experienced as reported by healthcare rep uh, workers and or relatives or other witnesses. VARES ID numbers used to look up a complete file in the VARES database, vaccination type, manufacturer, vaccination name, date received, age, gender, uh, and state of each recipient, as well as the medical history and other medications uh, patients were taking. So this is the chart right here, the data they extracted from this report. And you can see here that it talks about 5% of the people that took the vaccine ended up dead. That's a uh, 5% for something that we know you have a, what is it like one in 19.1 million chance of dying from the Rona, according to the CDC's numbers that was reported on OAN. And yet you have a one in 114 chance of dying in a car accident. So obviously you have a much higher chance of dying in a car accident going to get this shot than you ever do of from dying from the Rona, according to the CDC's own numbers. And I'll share some of that here with you in a second. So you don't think I'm just talking out my butt. Here it talks about, you know, male, 55% of the people that received it were male, 43% were women, 2% unknown. So I guess they didn't identify with being male or female. Uh, so 49% were Moderna shots, 51% were Pfizer shots, 1% unknown. Here it breaks down the, the ages. I did that in the very beginning of this um, as I started to read this. This here tells you again, um, this is all the same data we covered in the beginning where 13.4% of the people died within the first day, 10% within the second day. This is this is madness. This is madness, fam. Let me check the chat really quick before I move on to the next one. All right. Dr. Shiva. Yes, that is exactly it, Krisky. That was the name that I was having the brain fart on. Dr. Shiva. Yeah, he ran for Senate had his race stolen from him as well. He's the one that uh, proved the algorithms, how they change the votes. That's why I always say you have to be really careful with this idea that blockchain is going to solve voting because you still have to code it. So whoever codes it, you have to trust them. You have to trust Dominion. You have to trust ESNS. You have to trust all these different voting systems that they're doing the right thing or just the admins that are running it, right? That they're not corrupt or just don't know how to do it. Uh, but when you put in one vote, it should count one vote. It shouldn't count for 0.66 or something like that, which he um, he proved within within a without a shadow of a doubt that they were manipulating the vote tallies. See, so yes, Dr. Sheba. Um, Jax, what is up? There was a study done recently, vaxxed versus unvaxxed. Unvaccinated children were way healthier, for example, zero cases of ADHD, unvaxxed children. You know, the, the sad thing is, is we don't have real data. They don't allow that to happen since the 80s. We don't have, uh, even Dr. Fauci has uh, been caught admitting that we don't have that long-term study available to the public where they can show like placebo versus vaccinated and then show the, the children over say a, you know, a 30 year, um, you know, time frame or something like that. See how sick they are, how healthy, see, see who, uh, see what happens to who, right? I mean, it's, it's horrible that they just put all this stuff, um, you know, in our bodies without having any kind of testing and especially for something that has, you know, such such a low um, fatality or mortality rate. Um, see, heavy metals cause all sort of problems. Yeah, this comes from non-coincidence synchronicities. You're absolutely right. Heavy metals cause all kinds of problems, especially like in Alzheimer's. Yep. Some medical conditions, including Alzheimer's, autism, dementia, and a host of neurological disorders, etc. That's That has been proven, especially during autopsy. They're able to see you know, the, the aluminum buildup, the heavy metal buildup, and they're like, wow, 
because that stuff actually, um, if I understand correctly, it actually goes through the blood brain barrier. So it's, it's all kinds of bad. Joyful Diamonds, right back at you. David MC, you're right. That's exactly what they want to do. They want to turn us into sheep. Be ready. What's in chemtrails? What's in the food? What's in the water? Yeah, exactly. So be ready. Our buddy, uh, Dr. G. Edward Griffin, he wrote that book. Uh, what in the world are they spraying or what in the world is in the air or something like that, where he talks about, you know, that very thing. Frank, what is up, brother? Yes, exactly. Question everything. You should question everything. If you're going to put it in your body, I mean, it's just like reading the box, right? You know, of, a, of cereal or anything else. You, you want to know how many calories are in it, how many carbs, all that kind of stuff. You want to be able to see. Unfortunately, when you read um, one of these boxes of the uh, these vaccines, it's filled with words you can't pronounce. And you go to look them up and then you realize, holy crap, this is all kinds of bad. Why in the world are these selected leaders uh, forcing this on us so hard? And then you find out that maybe they have you know, monetary, um, they're, they're kind of like, I guess, um, they have some kind of incentive there. They've been incentivized through the monetary policy of having some, some, you know, board seat or some kind of ties to these organizations. And then you find out that like the who is, you look at their donors and you'll find out that they're tied to like all these big pharmaceutical companies and tied to China and Bill Gates. And then you find out that Bill Gates is responsible for all these different vaccines and, you know, these are the same people pushing down our throats. And then you, you see things like on um, Fall of Cabal. If you, if you watch the, uh, the, the, the videos that they do on vaccinations where they actually show the millions of kids that have been affected adversely from this in other countries, it's just, it makes no sense in the world why these people would be pushing this so hard on us if they weren't just plain evil, right? Okay, so enough of my rant there. Got lots of the fam hanging out. Love y'all. God bless you. I'm still surprised YouTube is up right now. <laughs> Let's see. For whatever reason, when I leave the Foxhole app, um, for whatever reason, it takes a minute for it to refresh when I go back to it. So hopefully the fam is still still there. I just can't quite see. Let me jump over to another tab. No. All right. Well, let's just go ahead and move, move along. Oh, there we go. Cool. So it looks like there's still... Almost 800 of the fam there, so I'm glad that it's it's still up and running. Kitty Woo, Just V, Glenn MS, yep. Skeeter Burke, absolutely. Yeah, so even Skeeter Burke says he has a master's degree in physics, and it's still a bit uh, challenging reading all of those journal articles, acronyms. They slow me down. Yeah, so you're obviously a very smart guy. And um, you should, if it's not making sense to you, uh, definitely everybody should be questioning this stuff for sure. Okay, let's go ahead and jump into the next one. And then I'm going uh, to show some more facts, some more data, things that you're not going to, you're not going to hear on Fox News or MSNBC, all that kind of stuff, or, or from, I guess, the CDC touting it, other than just putting it up on their website and hoping people aren't smart enough to figure out what it means. All right, so. This here comes from Just the News. It says, amid vaccine rollout, some Catholics struggle with shots, connections to abortion. So I'm not going to read this whole article here because it's a, it's a little lengthy. It's a good one, though. I recommend you, you do read it. But I just want you to see how this is even now, um, even the churches are weighing in on this. And it should really make you question these churches or this institution, I guess. As the Rona vaccine rollout continues, some Catholics are struggling with the decades-old 
bioethical quandary whether or not to use medicine that has been developed in connection with aborted fetal tissue. That's right. So for people out there that think we're crazy, then we say that there's aborted fetal tissue in these these so-called vaccines that aren't really vaccines. Here's more proof of it. The complex issue has been extensively litigated by the Catholic Church leadership, but it remains unresolved for individual Catholics, each of whom is enjoined to make up his or her own mind on whether or not they will participate in medical procedure that is directly, if distantly, connected to abortion. At issue is the fact that biomedical companies in the process of developing vaccines often utilize cell lines ultimately descended from the cells taken from fetal tissue. Those cells can be used in a variety of different ways during vaccine development. In the case of the Pfizer and Moderna vaccine, scientists use a cell line known as HEK293, which derives from a fetus aborted in Netherlands in 1973. The recently approved Johnson & Johnson vaccine, meanwhile, uses per-C6 cells derived from the eyeballs of an 18-week-old fetus aborted in 1985, also in the Netherlands. The three vaccines do not use the cell lines in equal ways. Equal ways. Pfizer and Moderna use the HEK-293 cells to test their vaccines, but none of those cells make their way into the vaccine itself. Johnson & Johnson, on the other hand, actually incorporates the per-C6 cells into their injection. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Vatican gives conditional approval. Though abortion is, is unequivocally condemned and prohibited by the Catholic Church, the Vatican has given its consent, albeit a conditional one, to the use of the Rona vaccines derived from cell lines descended from fetal tissue. In December, the Holy See said that in cases where there are no other options, it is morally acceptable to receive the Rona vaccines that have used cell lines from aborted fetuses in their research and production process. It should be emphasized, the directive continued, that the morally illicit use of these types of vaccines in the particular condition that make it so does not in itself constitute a legitimate, even indirect, of the practice of abortion and necessarily assumes the opposition to this practice by those who make use of these vaccines. So it says this statement notwithstanding, at least one Catholic diocese in the U.S., the Archdiocese of New Orleans, has urged its parishioners to refrain from taking the Johnson Johnson vaccine, claiming in late February statement that the injection is morally compromised and it used, uses the abortion derived cell line in development and production of the vaccine, as well as the testing. Amen. Somebody at least with some, um, I guess, some common sense, right? And maybe uh, some character, right? Some morals. So let me check the chat really quick. This is very sick indeed. Brian Murphy, what is up, brother? Jack Martin, what is going on, brother? Take off the mask, turn off your TV, and never get the vaccinated vaccine. Amen. Joyful Diamonds, I feel with all my heart, this is our moment humanity's moment. We are so loved for this difficult journey. Indeed. Brian Murphy, absolutely. David MC, I can feel it too. We're at the precipice. Yeah, I mean, we can see right now they've just stolen everything from us and just told us to sit down and shut up. Take it. I, I'm very confused by um, how this is happening because like Bobby Pitton said, there's 616,000 of us to every one of them. We don't have to be violent. We don't have to storm anything. We can simply just stop complying. It's really that simple. I mean, even if only 1% of us, that's like, what, 6,100 people to every one of them? If we just simply say, no, 
we're not going to take it anymore. Kind of like the song we always play at the end. What would they do? What could they do if we just said, no, this is unconstitutional. This is unlawful. We're not going to play your games anymore. We realize that this is for profit. This is not for the people. Um, we're not going to play along in your sick little game anymore. What would they do? It's very interesting. All right. So here is some more proof, okay? Here is some more proof. This comes from OAN, um, which is uh, a news agency for some of the fame out there that doesn't know who they are. They've been around for quite a while. Uh, I've always I've always liked OAN. They're not on a lot of, uh, you know, I guess, uh, you know, cable providers, but you're able to find them on their website. Um, I don't particularly like Newsmax. I was very, um, you know, apprehensive of them, especially when I found out who was trying to buy them and invest in them. Because usually when you have people like that, they typically, they take, they take it from going fair and balanced or free, free speech, and they typically start changing the narrative. And we saw them do that with, um, you know, the Patriot Mike Lindell. We saw it was disgusting what they did to him. So that was the last time I've watched Newsmax. But anyways, this is a great article here. I believe that I have shared the audio. So let me mute myself, hit play so everybody out there um, can hear it. It's about two and a half minutes long, something like that. But I recommend that everybody listen to this because this comes from the CDC's own numbers. This isn't my opinion. This isn't her opinion. This is coming right from the numbers that they've reported, okay? So the reason why... Um, I feel that it's important to play this is because all the tactics that they're using against us, all the procedures and all these mandates and regulations and just the damning of our of our states and our people that they're they're doing to us, why in the world are are we allowing it to happen number one? And why in the world would they be pushing this number two when you have this type of data? All right, this type of facts and science. So here we go. Oh, let me turn this off. I didn't realize I had my little uh, my little air, air filtration system going. So hopefully the fam couldn't hear all that background noise. I just realized it was on. All right, here we go. I'm going to mute myself. The latest numbers from the CDC reveal hospitals have been counting patients who died from serious pre-existing conditions as COVID-19 deaths. One America's Pearson Trump has more as the CDC counts over 51,000 patients who died from heart attacks as opposed to coronavirus. The Centers for Disease Control have updated their death counts for coronavirus and reveal yet again that COVID-19 is rarely the actual cause of death among coronavirus patients. According to the CDC themselves, of the 220,000 deaths attributed to the coronavirus, 87,000 of them died from pneumonia and influenza. Another 17,000 died from chronic respiratory diseases and 26,000 died from respiratory distress syndrome. 44,000 patients died from hypertensive diseases, 23,000 died from heart disease, and a whopping 28,000 died from cardiac arrest and heart failure. Yet all of these, even patients who died from heart attacks, were marked down as dying from the coronavirus. Doctors who spoke with One American News explained that 131,000 patients who are being considered COVID-19 deaths already had life-ending diseases, including cancer, dementia, and even end-stage renal failure. And according to the CDC, again, if you look at place of death, you'll see that some 10,000 patients who died from COVID were on hospice care, meaning they were terminally ill to begin with and were already expected to die. Doctors tell One America News that all of these patients were critically ill and likely died from their pre-existing conditions without any help from the coronavirus. 
However, they explain that the CARES Act, passed by Congress in March, gives hospitals a 20% bonus on their diagnosis-related group paid for by Medicare. Essentially, that means doctors are being paid to list deaths as coronavirus without any indication the patient's death was actually COVID-related. The CDC backs these numbers up, explaining that coronavirus itself is responsible for just 6% of all deaths listed as coronavirus-related. The other 94% of deaths are due to pre-existing comorbidities, including serious illnesses and advanced age. However, despite this report being officially published by the CDC, so far the mainstream media have completely ignored it, instead continuing to hype a pandemic that seems less dangerous every day. All right. Hopefully everybody can hear me. Let me go ahead and mute that really quick. Okay. So what did we just see right there? From the CDC's, the CDC's own numbers, we see that about 96% of the cases had pre-existing, sometimes really, really bad uh, conditions, right? So heart attacks, motorcycle accidents, car accidents, all kinds of things already in hospice care. What did we also hear? There's a 20% incentive for them, for these hospitals, these doctors to list things as Rona related, 20%. These hospitals are for profit, okay? They're businesses, just like just like Amazon, right? They have bills, sometimes shareholders, sometimes, you know, boards of directors, all these different types of people that are incentivized to put profits over people. We're seeing that. So <clears throat> we have to ask ourselves, why are they pushing this these lockdowns? Why are they pushing all of these unethical, unconstitutional laws against us? Why are they now mandating vaccines where we see that almost a thousand people died in a three-month period that isn't even tested, that isn't even really a real vaccine? This is this is crazy stuff. Um, all I can say is if we just refuse to go along, just peacefully, what can they possibly do? Again, 616,000 of us to every one of them. This is madness. Anybody with just an ounce of common sense would realize that this makes absolutely zero sense, makes no sense. This is evil, what is happening to us right now. This is not justifiable in any sense of the imagination when you actually look at the real data, 96%. So, I mean, you're looking at something that has, like in the other report, it was like a 1 in 19.1 million chance of, um, you know, basically dying from the Rona. That was from the other report that they did. And that, and that, again, comes from the CDC's own numbers from the other OAM report. But this isn't something you see on Fox News or CBS or NBC or ABC. And they're conditioning so many people out there right now thinking that they have to get the shot. They're having celebrities endorse this stuff. They're showing people that are celebrities supposedly getting the shot. We don't know what's really in it. But you would think that these people would be educated enough to do their own research a little bit and say, whoa, this isn't going into anybody that I love. I'm not, <clears throat> sorry, I'm not going to put this, you know, in my family. I'm not going to put this in my kids. I'm definitely not going to put it in myself. Um, there's, there's no reason for it. We're not stepping over dead people to get to our car. This isn't like, you know, some kind of apocalypse, like zombie apocalypse where people are just turning 
you know, from a normal person into a zombie and chasing us, you know, down the streets, right? We're not seeing that. What we're seeing is something that is completely blown out of proportion for profits over people. And then, of course, it has to do with submission, okay? Submission over safety. Start off with, you don't need a mask. I need a mask. You don't need two masks. I need two masks. You, you don't need to socially distance. You need to socially distance. You know, you don't need to shut down the business. You got to shut down your business. You can, you have to wear your mask as you walk into a restaurant, but as soon as you sit down, you don't have to anymore. It's just like, they're just pushing us to see how much they can get away with. And when are people finally going to say, you know, we're not going to take it anymore. That's, that's what they're doing right now. They're just like, if you go back and you look at the quote from, uh, I think it was Soros, right? That basically I'm not going to, number one, I don't remember verbatim, but paraphrasing, he essentially says, uh, the quote that I've that I've seen, I'm sure everybody out there has seen it as well. Yeah, once once people will, will allow themselves to be subjected to like mandatory shots, things like that, once they allow that to happen, the sky's the limit, right? They'll be okay with state-sponsored organ harvesting and all kinds of horrible things. You can see what their end game is. They just keep pushing all these different regulations on us all these different laws, all these different mandatory things, just to see how far they, they can go before people stop. And unfortunately, um, people are just letting this happen. They're just letting it happen. So I only support, um, you know, businesses that um, support our, our freedoms, um, that support the Constitution, that um, give us choice. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you don't, don't. That's fine. Um, I always support like media platforms that give us, you know, real information. Uh, we we have we have choices. You know, we can turn off the TV. We can stop shopping at places that uh, force these types of draconian uh, measures on us. We we could stop listening to these selected officials because we can see right now that um, these people weren't elected. I mean, you you know that, right? <laughs> There's so much proof. Anybody that needs proof, you know, just look at any of Peter Navarro's reports. He's got the three different um, three different reports he did. The Art of the Steel. You know, that's just all the information you need in one place, and it's pinned on my Gab account. So if you just go to my account on Gab, it's pinned right to the top. So for for my fam out there that says, "Oh, Beatles take the L," no, you can't you can't accept theft when you know it was you know, when it was stolen, right? You can't accept fraud when you know it's fraud. You can't just go along with this because they're just going to keep taking and taking and taking. They're just boiling the frog, right? Until, you know, we're, it's over. It's a wrap. We've lost everything. That's what they've slowly been doing. And now they've been speeding it up. We just can't allow this to stand. And again, you never have to get violent. You can just peacefully just, um, you know, protest. You can email them. You can call them. You can show up at their offices and peacefully protest. Just stop using their services. Um, you know, support people that, um, you know, our, our patriots, right? Support people that uh, believe in, um, you know, freedom in our constitution. All right. So we uh, started mentioning this uh, $2 trillion that, uh, or $1.9 trillion, right? That uh, they just passed the Senate. Uh, I think it's going to go back to the House to make some more tweaks. I'm sure they're going to find some more, uh, some more ways to uh, embezzle money and steal money from, from us. Because after all, it, it is our money because they're going to be expecting us and our future generations to somehow pay this back, which is completely, uh, it's completely impossible to do. It's completely impossible. This is completely unsustainable. Like I keep saying, this is just like when you see a, you see the smoke and then you see the fire that's already started and you know that it's on, in like a, I don't know, a petroleum warehouse. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out a fire in a petroleum warehouse is probably a bad thing. It's probably not going to end well. That's what we're looking at right here. This is not going to end well for us. 
they keep stealing our our generations you know our our wealth they're they're damning us with 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 this i mean the inflation the hyperinflation the just the debt they're putting on us it's again unsustainable so it says senate democrats pass 1.9 trillion rona relief plan legislation providing jobless benefits and direct payments now returns to the house for approval before it is sent to biden says um Washington state Democrats passed Biden's 1.9 trillion Rona relief package Saturday by the slimmest of margins, right? Slimmest of margins. Well, we know that we got uh, communist Harris there. It's always going to be the tiebreaker. So it's always going to go the way the Democrats, because the Democrats always stick together for the most part. And usually it's going to be party lines, right? So we've lost the Senate because we allowed those uh, those seats in Georgia to be stolen. All right. Purdue and Loeffler, their seats were stolen. We know that we have proof. All right. Um, so anyways, uh, Senate Democrats passed President. Nope. Sen- uh, Senate Democrats passed Biden's one point nine trillion um, Rona relief package Saturday by the slimmest of margins following the intraparty standoff over unemployment benefits. The Senate approved the package along party lines 50 to 49 after deliberating all of Friday and into Saturday morning. The package now heads back to the House, which must approve the Senate revised legislation before sending it to the White House for Biden's signature. The House is expected to take up the measure on Tuesday. The legislation would provide $300 in weekly unemployment benefits. Sounds a lot like government cheese, right? Stay home, we'll pay you. Um, Through September 6th, and $1,400 in direct payments to many Americans, direct $350 billion to state and local governments, fund vaccine distribution, and expand child uh, tax credit, among other aid. Congress has passed a string of relief bills since the pandemic began, including a roughly $900 billion package in December with broad bipartisan support. Uh, With newfound control of the Senate and the White House, Democrats moved forward on this bill without GOP support, ultimately rallying around Biden's first uh, legislative push after a series of internal disputes. This bill will deliver more help to more people. Listen to what they're saying here. More help to more people than anything the federal government has done in decades. They always try to make it about, you ever notice like when they have like the Patriot Act or whenever they have these types of things where they're saying more help to the people. When you actually read the fine print and you read what it is, it is the exact opposite. It is the exact opposite, but they... They spin it in such a way to where it sounds good, right? Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said on Saturday, it is broader, deeper, and more comprehensive in helping working families and lifting people out of poverty than anything Congress has seen or accomplished in a very long time. So you see how they put the polish on the turd, right? Try to polish it up. Let's see. I'm trying to think if I... Okay, so it must be the next article. So here is a little bit more transparency into what the bill actually has in it. So this comes from Breitbart. Democrats celebrate the passage of 1.9 trillion Rona bill. This is just the start of what Congress can do. All right, so I'm going to read just a, a few little parts out of this, and then I'll go jump in the chat. Okay. So as uh, Democrat senators celebrated the upper chamber's passage of the 1.9 trillion Rona relief measure on Saturday, framing it as just the start of what Congress can do moving forward. The Senate passed the controversial $1.9 trillion bill on party lines Saturday, 50 to 49. Republican Representative Dan Sullivan was not present for the vote, traveling home for a family emergency. Senator Elizabeth Warren, also known as Pocahontas, 
celebrated the measure's uh, passage as historic, labeling it as a powerful bill that will make a real difference. This is just the start of what Congress can do for working families. We must raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour. We need to invest in infrastructure, K-12 through education, and a clean energy economy, she said. Vowing to fight with every tool in the toolbox to help our families and economy recover. You notice none of these people are successful business owners. They've never built anything. These are lifelong career politicians that make their, make their living you know, basically um, by supposedly representing us, but we can see time and time again, they're representing themselves. They start off maybe worth a hundred thousand bucks, maybe worth a million bucks, and then they become multi-millionaires, you know, worth hundreds of millions of dollars. And how the hell do you do that as a public servant? You know that they're working for themselves and not for us. Things like this with this $15 uh, minimum wage hike. Okay, I understand to a lot of people out there, that sounds like it makes sense but it really doesn't because it's gonna end up costing millions of people their jobs. It's gonna force companies to hire outside of the US. It's gonna force companies out of the US. What did we see with Trump? He was bringing everything back. He was he was creating a, you know, a competitive field for competition. Like he was creating this, this area where uh, businesses could flourish and grow as well as the employees. We were seeing people raised out of poverty. We were seeing the best numbers across all races in probably like damn near history. Why? Because Trump was was trying to remove as much uh, regulation and, and government intervention as he possibly could, getting rid of some of that red tape. These people, when, as soon as they start doing this stuff, when the government knows best, they drive industry out of the country. They drive millions of people into poverty. So the, you know, the hundreds of thousands of people, this helps, maybe the millions, it helps. It's going to cost probably three or four million people their jobs. Uh, not to mention whatever else is going to happen because of this, because of jobs just leaving altogether. So it's going to it's going to create things that are, will become automated. You're going to see more robots and things like that. You're going to see people just removed. It, it, it makes no sense. This is not how business works. The way business works is you get government out of the way, right? The government that uh, governs best governs least. If you just allow the markets to do their things. Uh, you've always seen that uh, historically that's when the best times in history have ever happened, when you remove as much government interference as possible and taxes and the government telling us how to run our businesses. You see that uh, the, the government, their taxes that they actually receive flourish, businesses, people uh, of all walks of life flourish, but they're doing the exact opposite. And they always say that it's for the benefit of the people. So here is... Um, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, whatever you think of all these people. But anyways, at least you're going to get a little bit of insight as to, oh, and sorry, I kind of just glazed over this, but these are all of these selected selected leaders touting this plan as the greatest thing since sliced bread and how this is so great for the people. Like, the rescue plan is passed. Democrats promised shots in people's arms, money in people's pockets, children's in schools, workers in jobs. We're following through on that promise. Give me a freaking break. It's disgusting. I can't read all these tweets. But down here, you get to a little bit of the truth. All right. So this comes from McCarthy. He says, I want to put up a chart so you can get a good idea of how little the Democrat bill is actually going to fight the virus. Here's what 91% of the bill trillions of hardworking taxpayers' money is funding, uh, McCarthy said to the reporters last week. Nancy Pelosi's subway, which has increased by another $40 million, but kids are marking the one-year anniversary of not being in school for a subway just outside of her own district. 
That money won't help. That money won't be held up. Blue state bailouts so they can keep their economy shut down. Changing the funding mechanism to reward states that were shut down. Planned Parenthood, universities with massive endowments, Harvard with billions of dollars in endowment will get money in this. But to help the children for depression and anxiety, there's an opportunity to do that. This isn't a relief bill. It takes care of Democrats' political allies while it fails to deliver for American families. That is why I'll be voting no on the Pelosi payoff bill. It says less than 9% Less than 9% of the House passed bill, he said, will go towards public health. So they always do this under the guise of helping the people, helping the, you know, the, the fellow man. This is great for America. This is great for our kids. This is great for working families. 9%? Give me a break. 9%. Where's the other 91% going? It's going to, it's like pork, right? It's just going to probably other countries. It's going to their, their corporate alignments and friends. It's going to these states that have been locked down, that have been destroying small businesses. This is horrible. Again, fam, when are we going to say enough's enough? We're not going to take this anymore. I mean, they're destroying our country at breakneck speed. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. We don't have to be violent. Again, we just have to say enough is enough. But here's my fear. There's nothing we will ever be able to do about any of this stuff. Voting, if we allow to, if we allow our current voting system and our court system to stay in place, this has to be reformed. We can't allow this to stand. We can see that our courts are corrupt. They're either compromised or they're scared, intimidated, or they're just you know, straight sellouts, right? Or, or they're just evil because there's, there's no way that the evidence that we have can't go in front of the Supreme Court. I mean, God bless people like Clarence Thomas, right? We need eight more of them, okay? Because Clarence Thomas, you know, in his dissenting opinion, as far as SCOTUS not even ruling on all this, the, the abundance of evidence of all this, the voting shenanigans, we didn't even get our day in court. We didn't, you know, the Democrats love to say, oh, you lost all these court cases. No, we, we didn't even get a chance to get them in front of court. You know, they, they were thrown out due to, um, you know, they say lack of standing or, or latches, all, all this stuff. But the, at the end of the day, we were never given our day in court. And the, the times where we were able to get our day in court, so to speak, we won over 60% of the time. You know what that means, right? We win. If you get 60% of the vote, what happens? You win. So they don't want this stuff getting into the courts. We can see that the Board of Supervisors in Arizona, these guys in Maricopa County, they're straight criminals. I mean, straight criminals. I mean, they've been ordered by the court several times to turn over the ballots. And they're like, they'd rather go to jail than do it. Why? You got to ask yourself, why would they rather risk going to jail than do what the court said and turn over the ballots for inspection? They're supposed to be fair and free elections where we're supposed to be able to, you know, have transparency and be able to confirm that these, uh, these votes actually went to who we said, because with all these digital voting machines, right, when you click Trump, we have no idea on the back end if it goes to Biden. We know that in Georgia, I believe that um, was it Kemp or Rath Rathensberger, I believe he said was it 94%, 96% of all the votes were adjudicated. That means that it could be up to one person to decide who you voted for. How in the world is that a fair and free election? Think about it. If you have 100 votes, one person could decide where 94 to 96 of them go. They admitted that on camera. Where's the uproar? Well, how, how is that even you know, acceptable? It should be far less than a percent. We're, he's saying 94 to like 96% of the votes 
somebody, and we know that um, Facebook and these unions and all these people that were pro-Biden were in charge of a lot of these voting facilities. Do you really think that they put that towards Trump? No. <laughs> so 94 to 96% of those were adjudicated. When you're pushing buttons on the screen and you're pushing for Trump, we don't know if it goes to Biden. The only way we can verify that is if we actually get the paper ballots and we look at them and we see, okay, yeah, you're right. You know, Biden won. Or what the hell is this? Trump won by a freaking landslide. He won 80% of the country. Like I've been saying from the beginning, you know, I think he uh, had about 411 electoral votes, but we don't, we're not allowed to, to inspect the, uh, the ballots. We've never been allowed to. So right here, this is from the Gateway Pundit. It says, breaking, exclusive early indications that um, are that ballots found shredded in Maricopa County dumpster are completed ballots from the 2020 election. Imagine that. So they've been told numerous times that they have to turn over these ballots. Now we're finding shredded ballots. What a mess the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors have gotten themselves into. After refusing to provide ballots to the Arizona Senate, for months, as soon as the judge ordered the uh, the supervisors to hand them over, shredded ballots are found in a dumpster. We reported yesterday on how the shredded ballots were found in a dumpster in Maricopa County. Later in the day, a mysterious fire. So imagine that. Later in the day, a mysterious fire broke out at uh, the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors farms. It is unknown if the incident is related to the to the county's 2020 election ballots. You saw what they were doing throughout the entire election. We saw right there at like 8 o'clock at night, um, 10 o'clock at night, just the votes stop. They just stopped. Trump was winning in a landslide. You saw the Chinese currency just bomb. It was a wrap. It was over. They stopped all the votes. Then 1 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning, these massive freaking dumps of votes come in, all for Biden, which is completely statistically impossible, right? Um you know, they just do, they're doing all this stuff in broad daylight. Again, when are we all just going to stand up and say, we're not going to take this anymore? I mean, they're stealing our country right in front of us. They have a court order to turn over these ballots. Now we're finding ballots shredded in dumpsters, mysterious fires at their farms. I mean, come on. I mean, look at this. You can see these are filled out ballots. These are ballots that have been circled. You can see that is from an actual pen. This is not from one of those computer generated bubbled you can actually see somebody circled these things in. Many people in the state are tired of the corruption in the county. They want a full forensic audit of the county that will uncover any and all invalid ballots from the 2020 election. Will the American people ever see the final 2020 election results in Maricopa County when all efforts to date are to obstruct and tamper with the ballots? What happened to our country? Indeed, what happened to our country? Well, I can tell you right now, we have a selection, not an election. And so when you have corrupt, compromised individuals in places of power, it's up to them to do the right thing. We know that they're going to choose their own butt every single time over us. It's that simple. These people have to be held accountable. That's why we have Operation Sunlight, peacefully email, use social media, use their own systems against them, you know, like Twitter and Facebook, call them out, um, call them show up at their freaking offices. We have to kind of, you know, like you've seen the Democrats, how they, they have these different uh, packs and they have these different groups and whatnot that, um, you know, kind of organize, so to speak. We need the same thing. We already have their playbook. We know how successful it could be if we just simply organize in our different little cities and we just call out these criminals. I mean, how, I mean, how hard would it be to get together, you know, maybe 100 people from church? 
right? And you just present them with the evidence and say, you know what, we're going to show up at the county supervisors on Monday. We're going to show up at the court, you know, on Tuesday. And I realize that we have a lot of jobs, but there's a lot of people that aren't working right now because of all this BS, right? We could do this in every single city. If just 1% of us, that is 6,100 of us to every one of them. If 100% of us did it, that's 616,000 of us to every one of them. We have the numbers. We just have to say we're not going to take it anymore. Turn on the sunlight. All right, turn on the sunlight. Uh, I mean, I've been rambling long enough. Let me uh, check the uh, check the chat here. What is going on, Foxhole? We got uh, a ton of the fam hanging out with us. Skeeter Burke, what is up? Fred44, uh, Thumper Rose. Uh, Constitution says fraud, um, especially with foreign government ends election. You're right. We have the EOs. Like, I'm so confused when it comes to, like, Trump. From the very beginning, I was showing all the different ways that he could make this stop. Why didn't he? I mean, he built the greatest military in the world. Why, you know, why wouldn't he be able to use that? You would think that after seeing how they've been treated, I mean, with metal shavings in their food, undercooked food, sleeping on parking garage floors, sleeping on the floors of the Capitol, being treated like freaking like garbage, being kicked out of their positions because of social media and because of their political beliefs, being, um, you know, censored, um, going through background checks now of all their social media, trying to figure out who's, you know, pro-constitution and then removing them from office. Trump had so many things and still does all the different EOs, 13848. 13818, Directive 51, Insurrection Act, the Constitution. I mean, come on. You know, like, why in the hell didn't he do something? I'm so confused. So confused. And they just keep talking about in four years. It's like, give me a break. I don't care about 2022. I don't care about 2024. We have to fix this stuff now or we're screwed. It's just going to get worse. There's no way we'll ever be able to come back from this because we've been shown our votes don't count. And so we can't affect anything until that's fixed. We've been shown our courts are corrupt. We've been shown our votes don't count. So we cannot affect anything in 2022, 2024, regardless of what these crony Republicans are telling you. doesn't matter. You saw what they did to Trump in broad freaking daylight. They're just going to be even better at it in 2022, 2024. They tried it in 20, was it 2016? Almost got it. They didn't do it well enough. 2020, they just said, screw it. Stop all the votes, you know, start bringing in all the fake ones doesn't matter who sees us do this at the end of the day. We're just going to tell them to sit, you know, sit down and shut up and take it. And uh, the courts are going to have our backs. And that's exactly what happened. So we have to, again, at city, state, you know, all these different levels, federal as well, call out this corruption. We have to. There's, I'm telling you, there's no way we'll ever win again um, with with the current systems in place. We, we absolutely need Operation Sunlight or whatever you want to call it. Um, let's see. Leewer says the salt must flow. Pour salt on said slugs. <laughs> uh, Sean says, uh, any thoughts on where I should, uh, begin streaming just about to have my PC put back, uh, together foxhole. Of course, what are you talking about? Sean you're on foxhole right now. All right. So pilled.net it's the best place to stream. All right. Pilled.net go over there, make an account, reach out to, uh, reach out to, you know, the, uh, the developers, uh, the founders and have them, um, Put you, put you on the list to get you set up with a streaming account over there. All right. So um, Thumper Rose says the states of the union are turning 17 are endless mandates. The states of the union are turning 17 are endless mandates. Yeah. Let me jump, jump over here to, oh, wow. Sorry, fam. I haven't been uh, ignoring you. I've just been rambling. So if I've missed all your questions, um, if there's something important, make sure you at me. 
so that way I can see it you know, light up red. Uh, let's see here. Rich Richardson says we'd um, we'd link to app bull run um, right here. So it's just on the uh, the Google Store right now. You just type in bull run right here, and um, it's free. Just feel free to uh, to download it. It'll be on Apple, I hope, this week. Uh, we put it up on the, uh, the the Apple development site on Friday. So uh, hopefully, um, you know, we'll if there's any bugs, we'll have them fixed, you know, Monday or Tuesday, and hopefully by Friday, um, it'll be live, all right, on Apple as well. It's just a, a fun game. Just take your mind off things. The longer, you, the longer you last on it, the more credits you accrue, then you can change the credits uh, for cryptocurrency. Pretty cool. Uh, let's see here. Need a link here. There you go. Oop. All right. Um, let's see. John Doe, political theater, end fighting, divide and conquer. It's up to the people to unify and use our voices in any way we can. That's it. Remember, 616,000 of us to every one of them, according <clears throat> to Bobby Pitton. All right. So according to Bobby Pitton, 616,000 of us to every one of them. So uh, VV says uh, you got to fight uh, for your God-given right to party hardy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm not even worried about partying. I just, I just want uh, our republic back. Uh, Jack says uh, you should run for office. You know, that's I'm, I'm much better at supporting uh, patriots and getting them into office. There's only one of me. I can only do so much. But if I can help hundreds of people get into office, that's what I'm. I that's what I thrive at. Me going into office wouldn't have the same effect as putting two or three hundred people in office. That's. Uh, you know, what, what I think needs to happen. We have to, you know, we, we definitely need patriots and just people that believe in the constitution um, in office. We can't have these corrupt selected leaders in place. It happens at every level. We had reports that um, up to 35,000 votes were put in for every Democrat running across these, um, these voting machines, 35,000 votes. Imagine that just for dog catcher, city council member. That is so hard to overcome in any of these, in any of these uh, cities, because sometimes you don't even have 35,000 people show up to vote, let alone for like a city council. But all that stuff adds up. You know, if you take if you take control of the city council, the assembly, the supervisor boards, I mean, the courts, I mean, the governors, I mean, secretary of state. Nobody knew how important these positions were until you actually see what happened to Trump. That's why we can't allow this to stand. You can't be with that party that says, oh, we'll take it back in 2022. You're delusional. You're absolutely delusional. There's no way that's going to happen. There's no way we're taking anything back in 2022 or 2024. Don't believe anybody that says that. I'll tell you right now, it's total crap because we've seen our courts are corrupt and our voting system is a selection process, not an election process. We have to fix this. Remember, 616,000 of us to every one of them, we can peacefully tell them, you know, we're not going to take this anymore. This has to be, this has to be done right. If we all just simply stop, you know, uh, complying, just the most simple act, just stop complying. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? All right. Um, Kathy. So Kathy says, let's write joint chiefs of staffs. We want the vote verified. Now we have to imagine, you know, I mean, imagine if all of us just said, screw this. We know this is total corruption, total fraud. We're not going to stand for this anymore. And then we just peacefully call these people out at every layer. They don't like the sunlight. These people don't want to be exposed. They don't want to be walking to their car with, you know, 6,000 of us asking them to do their job. They don't want that. <laughs> they just want to, you know, slide back into the shadows and just keep, you know, stealing, you know, stealing from us. All right. We've got to call these people out. 
Uh, let's see. Just V says, I don't see Bull Run on the App Store. Is it only for Android? So yeah, Just V. So it's only on Android right now. Okay, it's only on Android right here that we see here on the Google Play Store. I put it on the um, the Apple Store on Friday, but it's on uh, it's in development mode. So here I'll show you. So this is my my iPhone, and you can see that it's it's right here, but it's just in development status. So it, it's not pushed live to the store yet. But this is what it looks like on Apple. It looks the same on Android. You can just start playing it. You can pick if you want to be, you know, a male or female. We don't give you all these other options, okay? So you're either, a, you know, you start off as, you know, a peasant, and then you move to a knight, and then a prince, then a king, peasant, knight, princess, uh, queen. And essentially, you just, it, it's like an endless runner game that um, as you start going, it gets going faster and faster and faster and faster. And the longer you, the longer you live, you see all these credits here that, um, let's see, hopefully you can see it. You start accumulating more credits that then can be converted into cryptocurrency. So anyways, it just gets going faster and faster. It's just one of those games that just kind of takes your mind off things. We'll be adding chat as well as two players. So you'll be able to uh, play with people um, all over the world, chat with them in a live time, you know, compete with them, all that kind of stuff. And it's just, it's free. All right, so hopefully that answered your question. It should be live on Apple, hopefully by Friday. Hopefully by Friday, okay? Uh, let's see here. So Skeeterberg says, trying to cram all the knowledge into one hour. No, we need to follow each other on Gab and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Gab is incredible. That is my social media platform of choice. It has some bugs, obviously, but it's getting better. It is getting better. Uh, let's see. I think I've covered everything that um, I pretty much wanted to cover. I was trying to keep it to an hour, but I started hanging out with the fam and I start, you know, just kind of rambling on time. Time goes by uh, rather quickly, rather quickly. We'll be back on uh, Wednesday. And on Wednesday, what I want to talk about um, is some of the it's for the fam that's trying to understand cryptocurrency and blockchain. Obviously, we'll cover, you know, the news. We'll cover some updates. We'll, we'll cover Operation, you know, Sunlight. Um, more in depth on Friday. Um, but on Wednesday, I think we're going to do like something along the lines of like uh, cryptocurrency confusion, like some of the things that confuse people or misunderstandings people have about crypto. Just keep it very, very superficial, very simple. So people kind of understand out there some of the, the nuances of it, some of the things that are just just craziness that people still believe is is fact when it's not. So we will uh, we'll probably do that on Wednesday. And Thumper Rose, yeah, we definitely have growing pains on Gab. Um, and Sean and on, yes, Telegram. Oh, Thumper Rose, Telegram is a cesspool. You got to be very careful on um, on Telegram, even on, on, on YouTube as well. You'll see people reach out to you in the comments pretending to be me on YouTube, saying to call somebody on WhatsApp. That is not me. I never reach out to anybody. People on Telegram saying that I'm reaching out to them, asking them to test Monarch Wallet. That is not me. That is somebody you know, impersonating me, trying to steal your money. Telegram has been riddled with fraud and just corruption from the day it was launched, especially in the cryptocurrency community. Anybody in crypto knows that there's so many scammers on Telegram pretending to be somebody else to kind of, I, I guess, lure people into believing that it's that person and they can trust that person. And uh, it ends up being a scammer. They end up getting access to their crypto. They get stolen, things like that. Um, so the Mad Coconut, thoughts on Divi crypto? Yeah, you know, it's it's one of those things that, you know, has potential. There's so many things out there that has that has potential. We'll just see. I believe that 95% of it's going to go to zero. 
Um, I think it's going to be just like stocks in the uh, in the internet age, where you had about five percent become you know profitable and, and viable, and about ninety five percent that just go you know tits up. And I think that's what you're going to see here in crypto as well. I think about five percent of it will be successful. Ninety five percent is going to go upside down. Uh, Glenn, what is up, Glenn? Uh, there are two bull run apps on the Play Store. Make sure they get the green bull horns. Yeah, it's a very common, um, <clears throat> it's a very common, you know, like, uh, you know, just an analogy, right? Bull run. So, yeah, make sure you, you get the one that looks like this. It has the horns on it. It's created by Splash Factory. All right. So, of course, we got um, our uh, epic video that we have on the way out. Let me just double check uh, the chat over here. I will hang out with the fam on the way out. Uh, try to answer questions and and pin uh, pin comments throughout the video as as always. Uh, let me just double check some of the uh, fam here. It says uh, dusty blue congressional term limits. Definitely, absolutely, you have to have term limits. We can't allow these people to be career politicians. You know exactly what happens. Look at Biden. What forty seven, forty eight years in office. What has he done for the American people? That's of value. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't want to get going on that rant. Uh, so IB Crypto got into crypto in 14. All the talk of censorship resistance was inspiring. Why uh, Why are many so quiet about Trump conservatives being censored? It's sad. That's You're a thousand percent correct. You would think that, especially in the beginning, in 2009, you know, the... You know, the cyberpunks and everybody that started, you know, the movement in Bitcoin, you know, where where did they all go? Where are all the people that are anti-establishment, that are, you know, pro-constitution, pro-free speech? We need more and more people to stand up. And, and I know that there's a lot of people, um, you know, especially here in the fam, that are speaking up, that are, you know, sharing information with people. But it's really sad and disheartening to see so many people that were kind of uh, in in it while Trump was uh, in office. And then they just kind of, once once they saw all this craziness take place, they just kind of sat down and shut up. They're just like, well, I guess this is the way it is. No, it's only this way if we allow it to be this way. Remember, they work for us, okay? They work for us, not the other way around. We just have to tell them. We have to remind them of that peacefully, of course. All right, so uh, Joyful Diamonds. Um, oh, I'm always here for the fam. Love you. Love you, Joyful Diamonds. Um, One Eagle Five, Fairweather People. Yep, Sunshine Patriots, right? Sunshine Patriots. That uh, the old, uh, I think that was from, was that William Burr that said that way back in the day? Sunshine Patriots. But remember, for evil to succeed, and this is paraphrasing, of course, you know, for evil to win, all that needs to happen is good men, good women to do nothing. And that's what's happening right now. Good men and good women are doing nothing, and evil will win in that environment. So wake up and wake up as many as you possibly can. All right. So we will be back Wednesday, 6 p.m. We'll talk about some uh, some cryptocurrency confusion. We'll talk about some Operation Sunlight, some news, all that kind of stuff. Um, of course, take the fam's questions, hang out, be a great time. As always, you know, love y'all. God bless y'all. And um, I will see you on the next one. 
Hey, peeps, just a friendly reminder. Crypto Beatles shows are never financial advice, recommendations, or trading strategies. The views expressed here are solely that of Robert Beatles and his guests. Robert Beatles is a co-founder of the Monarch Wallet, host of Trading New Sessions, Crypto Beatles on YouTube, and on several entities. Robert's opinions here do not reflect that of those entities. Some information shared here may not actually be factual. These shows are for information and entertainment purposes only. Never invest a single Satoshi or penny in anything without first seeking the counsel and advice of a professional financial advisor. Robert Beatles is not a financial expert or advisor. Investing in anything is super dangerous. You can lose all of your money, so always trade at your own risk. Please help us grow the family. Give us a comment and review on the Apple or Google Play Store. It's super quick and easy. Just scroll down, click the little stars, comment, and just help us grow the family. God bless you. Love you. And I'll catch you on the next one.